Hey, Soraya. Hey, Jeff. Happy summer. Ah, the lovely, lazy days of summer. Yes. Yeah. And you and All I right, are Jeff. looking at little short vacations, so it, it sounds like things are maybe a little bit better. Maybe we still need to be cautious. Look, uh, I can only speak for myself. I'm still being cautious. My family's still being cautious. But the fact that um, you and I both are looking at some family vacay time, just little breaks, boy, it, it feels nice. And you know what's going to feel even nicer? Going back to concerts. And yes. that's coming up too. So fingers crossed, we as a world will move forward and start to reclaim those parts of our lives. Indeed. That gave us a lot of joy. And I hope we'll get more of that. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It's summertime. Yes. And you know what I have to do during the summer? What's that? I just listen to music nonstop. <laughs> and today, Jeff and I have decided, how have we never done this before? I know. I Ever. Know. Uh, Jeff and I are going to do an album focus. And Jeff, care to let everyone know what the super secret, unknown, never talked about album is? Yeah. And this is on the heels of Steve Wayne giving us um, an exclusive last week talking about them going to perform this album live so today we're talking about the dream syndicate the days of wine and roses and of course this is something that has to be talked about on our podcast we've talked about medicine show we've talked about the ep and uh, we'll eventually get to the others but this album in particular is known to be one of the principal albums of the paisley underground and uh, here we are 135 episodes into it and we haven't done a focus on this album what, what, what were we thinking? You know, we were we were overthinking it. So we have to say thank you to Steve Wynn for letting us know, one, that that album's coming up on its 40th anniversary and it's still kick-ass. Let me tell you, one of the, I was in doing research for the songs that I picked, I came across this um, YouTube video of one of the songs and in the comments, written in French, it says, pour les vrais connoisseurs. It says, for the true connoisseurs. And I'm like, that's what we're talking about. 40-year-old album, still for the true connoisseurs. And uh, uh, thank you, Steve Wynn, for, re for reminding us that we hadn't done an album focus on it. So, Jeff, let's get started. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agroviar. Let's get groovy. Forty years, Soraya, that's crazy. And you know what? This album, okay, so 40 years since the original release, right? And then we, obviously a few years ago, we got a, a beautiful uh, remix with some um, uh, remastered, sorry, remastered album with some bonus tracks, not that long ago. Um, it's been talked about a bunch, but you and I have never done an album focus. And I think it's high time, Days of Wine and Roses. And Jeff, hold that bad boy back up. Because as you can Which see- version? Which version do we want? Well, I, I, you know what? Let's start with the one that says, hey, Jeff, on the front, because Steve Wynn is that guy. Let's see? Hey, Jeff. I'm sorry. Jeff has all these. He's a completist in every sense of the word. And I bet you every single version he has is signed by Steve Wynn. Am I correct? Not quite. So I think uh, I think when they perform this album live, I'm going to have to bring my CD copy because I never bring CDs <laughs> to get signed. It's always the LP, but. I'm going to do that this time. <laughs> and I think it bears noting that also Dream Syndicate on their social media sent out, I believe it was today, if not yesterday, I could be wrong. Nice picture of Jason Victor sitting next to Mark Walton and at the studio. So yes. new music, new music, new music. And I'm super duper excited uh, to hear what that album is going to sound like because Steve Wynn just kind of teased it. He said, yeah, you're, you're going to know it's a, what did he say? He said, it's a different vibe. Yeah. 
different vibes. So I'm yeah. ready for it. But yeah, who knows with these guys, right? Okay, Jeff. So let's break down this album. Okay. 1982. Okay. And um, released on, since it, the very first one is released on. Slash Ruby. So, yep, it's on Ruby. And um, so Ruby Records is and Slash. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, this album is, as Jeff mentioned, it's really, it's a foundational record. But also I think for fans of Dream Syndicate, one of the things, one of the things they should note is uh, Steve Wynn has a pedal made. That's right. In, in that, and he told us about that, and then he showed it on one of his social media accounts. He has a he has a pedal made that looks like the album too. Which every time I see the album, I think of the pedal. But That's anyway, right. and you can get the sounds from that album on that exactly. he played on his guitar, right? Exactly. And for those of you who've listened to it, you know very well but for those of you who may not have listened to it as much there are there's a lot of playing with sound distorting sound and bringing up bringing down i mean there's a lot going on in this album and so when you think a 40 year old album can it really hold its own 40 years later absolutely it still holds strong and i think it's because it was so different at the time that it came out. And then, um, so uh, Jeff, since you've got all the albums there, just um, let's break it down. Producer and uh, the producer of, of the album. Okay, so Chris D is the producer. Um, the band at the time was Steve Wynn, of course, on guitar and vocals, Dennis Duck on drums, who uh, the two of them have always been in the, in the lineup for Dream Syndicate. Right. But the original guitar player, Carl Percota, lead guitar, and um, Kendra Smith on bass. And she sings a song on this record. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, look at this, right? It was recorded September of 1982, released a month later, October 28, 1982. So, can they, can you record an album one month and release it in physical format? You can't, that can't happen today. You can't press an album. <laughs> in a six I mean, months or or less i mean you know better than me because you've been in a band that's actually released a, a physical album i cannot imagine something turning around that fast yeah that does not um, happen today but plants are backed up for sure but then again you know we're talking about dream syndicate and you know things happen yeah yeah I mean, digitally, you can do that if you want to just put it on Bandcamp, right? I can record it today and put it on put it on Bandcamp by the end today of the day. Today, it makes but, more sense. But, but in 1982, thinking of the supply chain, you know, between the recording and getting things mixed and then getting it pressed and then, you know, all the uh-uh-uh-uh. Just to show you, I guess, you know, different different time, different band, or or maybe it was like the right moment, right band, right systems in place, and then yeah. boom. They did it, they did it. And yeah. Soraya, did you know, um, I saw, I was looking online about this record, and um, you, are you are you familiar with Blender Magazine as a music magazine, mm -hmm. a Blender, um, or entertainment magazine? They put, they listed this album uh, in November 14th, 2007, they listed this, in their top 100 greatest indie rock albums ever. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like number 99 out of 100? Yeah. Yeah. Top 100 indie rock albums of all time. As you know, in their 2007. Says a lot. Yeah. Says a lot about the impact of this album, but also what this band did at that time. You know, that lineup, you know, you and I will, will have on our forever unicorn list, Capricorn. Uh, yeah. And Kendra, but, you know, we also respect their privacy. And, um, but I would, you know, those are two people that I would love to sit and chat with. But, you know, you and I right now can just guess, but that lineup really did different things. And um, 
this album is unique in a lot of ways. And yeah. I think how Dream Syndicate comes out, what they provide on this track, on the original. Jeff and I are only talking about the 1982 pressing because if we were to go into bonus tracks, which I have a tendency to do, we can, we, it can go a lot lengthier, but we're going to stick with the original pressing. But yeah, this is a really different, unique album. And when we think about the Paisley Underground Foundation, this is really a different album. I mean, Rain Parade is very different. Their sound is very unique, very different from Three O'Clock, from Dream Syndicate from bangles so yeah. you know we there's a lot to unpack on this album and jeff and i have only picked four tracks that was hard soraya that was so hard for me it was like picking your favorite i don't know your favorite friend yeah. you know yeah. yeah who do i want to take to the show with me who's my plus one mm -hmm. right yeah but we did it we we um you know, we almost got to the point of rock, paper, scissor, but, you know, to like see who could pick this one song versus another. But I think in all honesty, though, Jeff, you said it best. There's not a bum song on this album. It's a good listen, start to finish, side A, side, a, side B. Um, and the original album is only eight tracks. So... We, we picked half the album. You, yeah, the rest yeah. is up to y'all. Yeah, yeah. And then I started looking at them. Oh, we've talked about that song. That song. That's yeah. <laughs> like we've handpicked. Yeah. But, um, but this is the first time we're actually going to talk about the album. So, yeah. So I think nine songs, right? Five. I, on, did I make a mistake? I think it's five on side A, five, four on side B. Okay. I'm going to double check my numbers simply because I was reading quick. But anyways, what are you going to do? Yeah. So you know what I did, Soraya, to pick, pick my two, to help me pick my two? Because I seriously, I mean, I listened, I've listened to this over the last week a number of times. And every time a song comes up, I'm like, no, this is going to be my song. And then the next song plays. And I'm like, no, this is going to be my song. So what I did is I said, I narrowed it down. I said, okay, I'm going to pick one from side A and one from side B. So that helped a little bit, but then the same thing happened. So I started playing. So the first song that I went with, I figured the easiest way for me to do it is start off with a lead off track because Why not? that's my thing. And it's a great song. So the first yeah. song is Tell Me When It's Over. And it's one of the more, I don't know if I can use the word pop for Dream Syndicate, but compared to some of the others, it's, it's the most pop song on the album i would okay. say i don't know so it's a mid-tempo song i like the the lead guitar part on it and um it's just a great way to start off the album i think and um all of these songs are great uh i am looking forward to this live performance when they're then when the dream syndicate will be playing three of the newest albums and then they're going to be doing this album in full and just the way that the track starts off with the drums and the, the lead guitar, uh, it's just, I, I'm already getting chills thinking about seeing this live. So um, it's one of the songs that they commonly play live. Um, it's one of the more popular tracks from Days of Wine and Roses, but uh, just it's a great way to start the album. So I had to start, I had to narrow it down to something. So tell me when it's over is what it, my first pick. Awesome. Let's play it. Go. Yeah, it's really a 
you like that for starting off an album? That is a that is a strong start. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I wasn't sure when you said this is kind of the more popish song. It's and I was stretch. thinking I was thinking about it, but as I hear it, you know, I can see I can see where you can absolutely say that in comparison to the other eight tracks. And yes, nine. I, I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. So I defer to you. And yes, it's nine tracks. But yes, I can see that. I can see that. And I think it is worth noting three o'clock does a beautiful cover of this on the three by four album. Yeah. I mean, it's a killer. It's a killer cover of this song. Yeah. But um the guitars on this song are just insane. Yeah, absolutely. So stinking good. Mm -hmm. Really kind of elevate it to hold. I don't know. It's it's a really cool psychedelic sound, but still has its foot in modern music. You know. Well said. Yeah. But, whew, damn, Dakota. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you want to talk with us? <laughs> I want to have so many questions. <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed. But anyways. So how did you work through your process of picking two songs? I took it from, I've got nine tracks and I need one from each side. Oh, you did the same. Okay. Yeah, I did have that because I said to go just on, in the past I've been exclusive to one side of the album because that's what I've been that's the side of the album that I've enjoyed but I think this album is you know because it is so strong I had to pick one from each side so my pick you know as always I like to follow Jeff and I pick track two and it's a song called definitely clean the thing about this song is okay so you start out with tell me when it's over and then this song starts and it's a completely different vibe. The sound is very different. Um, much, it's much more of a driving sound, punkish, if you will. Um, and then, you know, Steve Wynn writes a good song. So I like this because it's all about like, I know you're lying. So right now I'm just waiting for you to come clean. You know, and this line is the line that I like. It's like, I'm just standing here waiting for you to come clean. I'd ask you what you want, but I don't think you know what I mean. And so I'm all, this is about like, you're being shady. So <laughs> you better step up. But it's a really good song. I love the distortion at the beginning. Uh. It's like, you're not exactly sure where you're going to go. And then it just comes at you with guns ablazing. I mean, this song just throws everything at you. So definitely clean, Dream Syndicate.
I love that ending because it's just like pow, pow, pow. Literally, and then like (laughs) it's like okay, go. (laughs) I can imagine them just playing and be like, (laughs) and we're done. Uh, Two things really stand out. First of all, the arrangement Kendra's playing on this song is pretty sick. Um, and uh, I just there's something about that tone. And, uh, you know, I like that line. She says she wants to know where you been. I said, oh, yes. Well, I don't know where she's been. <laughs> and I just, I just like this song a lot. And uh, to me, it's, it's a different sound. It's one many people don't, I think, immediately say, oh, yeah, that's Dream Syndicate. And the other thing is, I personally personally have never heard jason victor play this song and i'm dying to hear him play this song because he's gonna go off he's gonna go off (laughs) i'm gonna be sitting there for like 15 minutes and jason victor's still gonna be going that's (laughs) what i'm saying yep yes yeah but it's just a it's a cool song cool song different vibe from number one so like this album just keeps you know unveiling these different sides to the band which i like yeah 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 the album's very dynamic and that's one of the reasons why i picked the second song that i picked so the album as a whole i think is pretty dynamic in this particular song well actually a few of the songs on the album so we got rid of the around three minute songs (laughs) and now we're going into the more epic so there's a few epic length songs that are oh, over yeah. six minutes and uh my next pick uh which is from side b uh which is um until lately is just under seven minutes and um <clears throat> one of the reasons why i wanted to highlight the song on the episode is because since we've learned that steve Wynn um let us know that they're going to be doing the album in full i was trying to think of some songs that they don't play as much these days so you'll hear tell me when it's over you might hear Halloween, you might hear that's what they always say, maybe when you smile, maybe Days of Wine and Roses, those get thrown in the set lists here and there, right? Right. um, Definitely clean, not so much. Um, So um, I wanted to pick another song that that we don't typically hear, but we will be hearing on this 40th anniversary of Dream Syndicate. And next year will be the 40th anniversary of this particular album. Um, So that's why I went with until lately and on youtube you can find a version that they did almost 39 years to the day it was um uh, july 1982 uh there's a version where they're performing at tower records in el toro california oh wow and it's pretty great and it's numbered as 105 so it makes me think that they opened with this track i don't know mm. um but it's a pretty cool version if you have time to check it out on youtube but um yeah, so I wanted to go with the song, this particular song. I, I feel like it's it's a dynamic song. Um, they even throw harmonica in towards the end. So I'm wondering if Steve's going to pull that out at the live performance. And um, there's not a whole lot of lyrics listed for it. I'm going to read those, but there's a lot of vocalizations that I really like. I, yes. Yeah, and I like that those about the song. Um, but let me read the lyrics real quick. I particularly like the last part of it. It says, in my area, there's a chain of being and the most of the attentions is paid to lower things. Around here, the rule is good faith. You choose your friends carefully and you're safe. Well, it just goes to show how wrong you can be. They say he was in a good position, a man of pride and ambition. In this world, there is one question. The harder you work, the better is your station. Well, tonight on the news, I heard them say the man in the plaza had a resume. So it, it, it's, tough right so um who knows who this particular person is but it sounded like they worked hard and still ended up in a bad bad situation right (laughs) but um i like the song it it, to me has a very cbgb's post-punk vibe Mm -hmm. to it um the guitars are jaggedy and had our overdrive on them so they sound gritty um i like that feeling the way the guitars are playing and um like i said it's a very dynamic song um clocking in just under seven minutes it reminds me at time of um some 
Echo and the Bunnymen songs. Mm. Um, so I don't know. To me, it has that kind of vibe to it. But okay, like every other song on this album, it's great, and I can't wait to hear it live. <laughs> so, anyways, I wanted to highlight one of the songs that don't get played as much. So my first pick, or my last pick, um, the first song that we're playing from side B is Until Lately.
Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -da -ba. So it starts off all nice and jazzy. <laughs> and then you end with that cacophony of guitars and everything. Steve wailing and <laughs> harmonica going. <laughs> but yeah, again, Kendra on that bass line at the beginning, nice, smooth and jazzy. And Dennis with a, a, his little uh, uh, cymbals going. And then, then you get to all of that. It's a lot of fun. But oh my god. Can you imagine this one live with a new yes. new lineup? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And bring it. <laughs> we're here for every single minute of it. Oh man. Yeah, absolutely. Damn good. Well, Jeff, <laughs> uh my last pick sees your six minutes and fifty seconds and says, I'll raise you <laughs> 32 seconds. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a big old blast in seven minute twenty-two seconds on the album. I have picked the the last track, The Days of Wine and Roses, and I'll tell you why. To me, this is the incredible morphing track. This song, you will never hear two versions of it the same, ever, played live. I've, I haven't seen Dream Syndicate a whole lot live. I've seen them three times, all three times, different version. But I will say, the one time I saw it, at the Paisley Underground Reunion show at the Fonda in Los Angeles. I remember, I don't know who I turned to. I want to say it was you or it may have been Lena Litonwa. And I said, who is this guy just going, just going berserk? And it was Jason Victor. Jason Victor did a series, yes folks, <laughs> series of guitar solos on this and would just go off and I'm like, he's just he's in his own world and uh to me that's and it, i remember remarking talking about the show with my older brother who had seen dream syndicate back in the day and so he says i never once saw dream syndicate play days of wine and roses the same no matter what show it was always different and it could get longer it could get shorter uh you know it just seems like it's one of those songs that you can continuously add to it and never subtract from it. Like you can add on, add on. It's never too much. It's just like, I'm going to go down this road and then go down that road. <laughs> Always different. And I think that's what's really unique about this song is that this many songs like you're like, ah, oh, okay. All right, guitar hero. We're, we're over it. We're over your solo. <laughs> Um, but this one can do a lot of stuff and never get old, at least for me. I'm sure I'm going to get like 50,000 emails now going, Soraya, you are way off. But here's the thing. This, this song grabs you lyrically from the beginning and you're kind of anxious to see how this all ends. So the beginning stands out, it goes, the word from outside, and she's on the ledge again, drawing a crowd and threatening everything. I'm here wandering just where I fit in. And then, you know, this kind of back and forth. Everyone, everybody says, I don't care. No, I don't care. Everybody says, I don't care. No, I don't care. I'm just trying to remember the days of wine and roses. And you're like, okay, uh, that start, I need to see how this ends. And this song just goes on and on and on, adding a chapter, adding a chapter and never really ending. So this is just a cool song, Days of Wine and Roses. This is a song where they all shine because it's just like, it is a freak out, this song. Live or on the album, it's yeah. just a freak out. Yeah. So Days of Wine and Roses. Uh, grab a snack, grab a drink, because you're here for seven minutes and 22 seconds. Drawing a 
that song uh, is just so badass. Yeah, it yeah. is. So good. I'm so pumped up for this live show coming up. <laughs> oh man. See, and I swear, Jeff, I swear. If this show gets canceled because dopes don't want to get vaccinated. I don't know. We, we Jeff and I, it, please. Jeff and I are going to pull total ninja move. We're going to come and we're going to kick you in the kneecaps. <laughs> we need to see the show. Th this show needs to happen. And Jeff, please prepare your wife. We are going on a road trip. I don't care where these where these dudes play. We're gone. We are gone. It better. And he said the hope is that it can. 40th anniversary be in LA. Yeah. But, oh yeah. So but if that doesn't happen because because of numbers or deltas or whatever, dude, we're road tripping it. I'm telling you, I don't care if I have to wear a hazmat suit. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> don't challenge me because I want to go to the show. <laughs> I want to see these songs. But I swear to God, uh if anyone wants to see Dream Syndicate play this song live at the Paisley Underground Reunion Show. Go to YouTube and look for the one and only Jeff Brenneman, who has lots of clips from that show. But man, this was the song to end the set because it was out. It was insane. And there are a lot of YouTubes. Like I think there's a YouTube um, clip of the same show, Tower Records, that you had mentioned previous. It's in a record store and they just go berserk and it's just all over you. And you just see like the aisles of people shopping. Oh. Like, how could you be shopping when this band is literally blowing the roof off the sucker? But, <laughs> you know, everybody's got their own vibe. But yeah, this song kicks ass live and it's a really cool way to end the album and yeah. just goes all over the place. And again, I can't say enough about Kendra's playing. And the guitars on this. And can we just give a lot of love to former guest Dennis Duck? Yes. Because yes. he's so sick on this album. It's so yes. good. The drumming is amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would be remiss for selfish reasons if I didn't bring up the 2019, I think it was a record store day, the Fire America version, because Look at all that. Yeah, all this and my name. So Pat was, um, I've talked about this before. Pat was kind enough to list me as, in the thank you for the credits for helping out with the graphics for scanning my cover room. But thank you again, Pat Thomas. Yes, thank you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. No, no, no. no. All, all I was going to say is I don't think we, we give Pat enough of an accolade for his work in putting together a lot of these reissues, remasters, and I mean, his own work. He's got a lot of stuff in the fire. And uh, if you don't follow Pat Thomas on social media, you should. Um, first of all, he talks about a lot of really interesting projects that he's working on. And one thing he dropped the other day is that um, he's been working steadfastly and it looks like it's gonna pay off where um, he'll be working with uh, Sandy Dennis's estate. Yes. Um, uh, and some tracks are coming out, and I, I liked his his um. Sorry, I'm thinking in Spanish. His <laughs> small aside was uh, don't DM me, don't ask me questions, but yeah. you'll be seeing things soon, and I can only imagine the amount of uh, authorizations and like kind of the legal hoops he has to jump through but oh yeah if you yeah, ever yeah. want to follow a guy who's passionate about music passionate about getting the story right and about telling various different stories because all you need to uh look at is his own work for you know his book listen whitey and um calling together collections of the work of, of uh, black activists and black power Black Power um, anthems and songs. Um, trust me, don't need to go too much further than Pat. Yeah, and tying into Dream Syndicate, he is the expert for anything Dream Syndicate, Steve Wynn related. So. Amen. And a guy who can sit with Steve Wynn and in a matter of days, 
uh, whittled down. 11 CDs worth of material. Yikes. <laughs> Woo, child. He gets a gold medal. Indeed. That's a lot of work. That's a yeah. lot of work. And he's also, we've mentioned him before, that he's also um, working with True West on their on their collection. So, yeah. I mean, if you don't follow him, you should. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook and always posts stuff that's really interesting and thought-provoking. But anyways, Absolutely. but uh, thank you, Pat, for bringing Jeff onto the thank yous of that. And, uh, you know, how fitting, Jeff. You're a completist now in every sense of the word because you're now connected to the Dream a Dream Syndicate release. You know, that's a that's a dream come true for me right there. Dang. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's very cool. Very cool to me. Um, I wanted to read one last thing before we close please, out. And it's please. the Robert Christgau review of the album that All he right. wrote in November of 82, the year it came out. I'll okay. just read part of it. He gave it a B plus. Um, and he says, punctuated as well as buoyed by drummer Dennis Duck, Carl Percota shapes a guitar master's trick bag of basic chords and ungodly electric accidents into drones that won't quit. So abrasively tuneful, I get off on this album strictly as a groove, the way I get off on perfectly mindless funk like the Gap Band singles. But <laughs> So you never know what Robert Criscow was going to say, but... Uh, November of 82, he wrote that about this particular album, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So be it. Yeah. And it gets off on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And gave it a B plus, so. B plus. I would give it much higher personally, but okay. As B I tell my students, a B plus is a very good, it's yeah. a good grade. Absolutely. Not to be scoffed at. <laughs> yeah, and coming from Robert Criscow. Yes. <laughs> a B plus is pretty darn good. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, if it's been a while since you've had a listen, pull it out. Listen to it. Yes. Um, yes. And if you've never listened to this album, oh. I don't know. Jeff and I can't recommend it high enough. Please yeah. go get it. And it's available in a number of formats, yep. digital, CD, and LP. Indeed. Um, Indeed. And if you're a completist like Jeff, you have a moment. <laughs> and if you want to see it live, you, you'll be able to hear it from beginning to end here shortly. And uh, it may mean a little bit of travel for some of us, but uh, don't miss it. Do not miss this 40 year anniversary of this album. Steve Wynn, you know, gave us that exclusive that we could very well be hearing it start to finish live. Ay, ay, ay. Yes. And I'm, I'm oh, so excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. Me too. Me too. Oh boy. Jeff, after all of that, see, it's a good reminder. Good music is still there. Indeed. Wait. And uh, I'm glad we could revisit it. So once again, thank you, Steve Wynn, for reminding us that we hadn't done it. Uh, an album focus on Days of Wine and Roses, which is a kick-ass album no matter what. So mi gente, agarubiar. Groove on, Paisley people. Shut the sky.